Hello, you are listening to Kanecast, a podcast that provides commentary on the economy and financial markets by the Kane Anderson Rudnick Investment Management Team. Hello, this is Jordan Greenhouse, Managing Director with Kane Anderson Rudnick, and with me today I have Rich Sherry, Senior Portfolio Manager and Research Analyst of the Kane Anderson Rudnick Global Dividend Yield Portfolio. Rich, thanks for the time today. The first quarter of 2022 saw increased volatility, leading to an overall flat to negative returns across most equity classes. Can you discuss some of the key drivers that drove these returns? There were a number of drivers that contributed to volatility during the quarter, and they included continued supply chain disruptions and inflationary pressures. Both of those pressures started last year and have continued into this year. There is also concern regarding a hawkish Fed that is raising interest rates and potentially unwinding the quantitative easing that it has been undertaking for a while now in order to help stimulate the economy post-COVID. The concern that the market has is that perhaps the Fed is behind the curve on interest rates, they will raise them too much too fast, and that that could potentially result in an inverted yield curve and contribute to a slower economy. There are also concerns about China and its zero-COVID policy and how it's now impacting large cities such as Shanghai and Hong Kong. This could extend supply chain disruptions and suppress global demand. Finally, there is the war in Ukraine that broke out in late February. In addition to the obvious negative implications that has for Ukraine, it has also led to concerns that energy prices may stay higher for longer and potential energy supply disruptions in Europe could contribute to a potential recession in Europe this year. The KAR portfolios typically hold up better during market downdrafts, given our focus on high-quality differentiated companies. This hasn't really been the case during the first quarter of 2022. Can you walk us through some of the key reasons behind this? In general, most KAR portfolios did not hold up as well as expected during the first quarter, but the global dividend yield portfolio did outperform during the quarter. In our experience, this is typical for the global dividend yield portfolio in times of weak markets and concerns about the economy. Absent the early stages of COVID due to some of the unique aspects of the pandemic and the volatility that it introduced to dividends. From our perspective, that is because businesses that we own in this portfolio are typically solid, mature businesses that hold up better than most in times of economic uncertainty. That includes businesses such as telecom companies and utilities, as well as consumer staples, food and beverage companies, and healthcare companies. These businesses generally maintain decent levels of revenue even in tough economic environments. We believe that the yield combined with the robust nature of the businesses we own present an attractive total return proposition to investors in this environment. Rich, what are the names that detracted the most from performance during the quarter? And can you talk through some of the names that have contributed most positively? The biggest detractor was Leg and Platt, which has seen softened demand in the betting market in the fourth quarter at the same time that its auto and aerospace divisions remained depressed due to COVID-related issues. Pfizer was weak after a strong performance last year, which was driven in part by its successful COVID vaccine. Concerns about a slowdown in the European economy related to inflation and the war in Ukraine weighed on ADECO's prospects at a time that has been increasing investment related to an expected increase in economic activity post-COVID. Despite some recent improvements in trends, inflation remains an issue for Unilever. Higher prices to offset inflation are having a negative impact on volumes, and margin recovery isn't expected to happen until next year. Underlying demand at Eastman Chemical remains solid, but raw material inflation continues to run ahead of expectations. Thus, margins are being negatively impacted because the company's ability to pass through price increases lags the pressure it experiences from the higher input costs. BAE Systems was the biggest contributor to performance during the quarter. While devastating, the war in Ukraine looks set to force many European countries to spend more on defense than they have in the past. BAE Systems is well positioned to provide countries the products and services they will require. 
This environment has been combined with strong results and stronger than expected free cash flow generation. For Omnicom, a cyclical upswing in economic activity related to COVID is combining with increased spend in digital advertising and other changes in media habits to drive strong expectations for 2022. Meanwhile, at Zurich Insurance Group, strong operating results, a strong capital position, which we believe positions the company well in terms of being able to continue to increase its dividend, and a positive outlook for the rest of this year contributed to strong stock performance during the quarter. Higher interest rates and the positive impact that would have on the company's financial results were also tailwinds. At BCE in Canada, strong wireless results continue and network upgrades are producing strong growth in broadband. Finally, AbbVie also contributed positively during the quarter. Despite concerns about the upcoming loss of exclusivity related to Humira in the U.S., the company is producing solid results and several new drugs are exceeding expectations. Lastly, as we move into Q2 2022, what are some of the key considerations you're evaluating from a portfolio perspective? Heading into the first quarter, the inflation outlook and interest rates were perhaps the most important factors that we were taking into consideration. Those still remain. However, with the war in Ukraine, we also have to be aware of the impact that the war may have on global energy prices and the disruption of energy supplies into Europe from Russia, which could lead to a recession in Europe. The Fed has already started raising interest rates, though the war in Ukraine has put somewhat of a damper on how much and how fast they may raise rates. We are cognizant that higher interest rates can sometimes be negative for higher-yielding stocks. As a result, we have sought to construct a diversified portfolio that includes businesses that stand to benefit from higher interest rates, such as banks and insurance companies, as well as companies that we believe are well-positioned in a world with higher inflation, such as specialty chemical companies. However, as we've seen during the first quarter, higher interest rates can also lead to concern that they will negatively impact the economy, which in turn makes the kind of stocks that we own more attractive to other investors. Rich, as always, thank you for the time and the insight you provide our listeners, and we look forward to future conversations. Canecast is the official podcast series of Kane Anderson Rutnick Investment Management, CAR. This material is provided as a matter of general information and is not intended to be relied upon as a forecast or research. The opinions expressed herein are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the opinions of CAR or its affiliates, are current as of the date and time of the recording, and are subject to change at any time due to changes in the market or economic conditions. The information and opinions contained in this material are derived from proprietary and non-proprietary sources deemed by CAR to be reliable and are not necessarily all-inclusive. CAR does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of this information. This communication should not be construed as an offer or solicitation to purchase or sell any security. Individuals should consult with a qualified financial professional before making any investment decisions. Reliance upon information in this material is at the sole discretion of the listener. To the extent any performance is discussed, past performance is not indicative of future results.